Welcome back to Mexican Woke Girl. My name is Eve Preciado. Um, thank you so much for still tuning in and watching. I really appreciate all of you. Today, I wanted to get in and talk a little bit about my role as a daughter in my particular family and the dynamic that I grew up in and how that's affected my overall evolution into adulthood. I really wanted to touch base on this topic just because I feel like as I've assessed myself throughout the years, I've really learned that every bit of what I do, it's tied to how I grew up, how I was raised, my dynamic in my household, how I was treated as a daughter in comparison to like my brothers. So I'm gonna touch a little bit on kind of like, I guess I wanna say even some taboos just because I never understood it, but I always questioned it growing up, you know? So just as you all know, a little bit of background, I am Mexican. I mentioned in my in my previous video that I am, you know, I grew up in a household where both of my parents are from Mexico. I am the oldest and the only daughter, so that kind of adds a little bit more pressure, and I do have younger brothers. So as I grew up, I remember distinctly, like, my parents obviously did the best that they could to raise a woman in, in this country, you know, but at the same time, there was certain things that I just wasn't told. And there was certain things that I just didn't know and had to learn for myself. And there were certain bits of validation that I never got from my parents that I learned that later on, I really wanted when, it, when I was in relationships or when I was doing things in my adult life or even sometimes through social media. So I will be touching a little bit on that topic just because I feel like it's really important for me to also be vulnerable about it and to also share with all of you. So again, I grew up in a quite a, a large family. I have a lot of beautiful prima hermanas, you know, my tias, like it's a huge family for both sides. So there was always kind of this dynamic where, you know, there was quite a bit of girls in, in, in our, in my family and within that, you couldn't help but always get the topic of like, well, who's prettier or who looks like, who is considered to have, you know, a cuter body than the other. And just kind of this idea of like almost competition within our own family. I don't know if any of you experience that. I feel like it's a common across the board, but I feel like for me, it was something that was, that stood out quite a lot. You know, I was always a little bit different. I, growing up, I, wore glasses um, when I was about eight years old. You know, I had to get glasses because I couldn't see, so I wore really big glasses. I was a cute little girl and then went through this like kind of awkward stage of like not being so cute, you know, kind of when I hit through puberty and I wore glasses and I couldn't figure out my hair. I had really curly hair and I didn't really know how to like do my hair, you know, and things like that. And, and then on top of that, I had a mother that worked so much. God bless my mother, but I had a mother that worked so much that didn't really, she didn't really have time, you know, to sit and explain to me all the things that entailed and that came with being a woman, you know, which was like all the girly things. I didn't have a mom that really sat and explained to me about like, even like doing my nails or like my eyebrows or shaving my legs or periods or sex or gosh, you know, all the little things that you would think everybody needs but especially girls i think little girls really do need this idea to be formed by their mother more than anything that like being feminine is okay you know instead i was instilled with a lot of fears that my mother had so i feel like sometimes my mom you know didn't want me to be cute or didn't want me to be sexy or didn't want me to be these things because she feared that i could potentially be hurt by men you know and that again comes maybe from like her own traumas or whatever it may be and because as i've grown to be an adult i know how 
you know, that can play out, you know, where, where you kind of could be manipulated by men if you don't, if you're not careful. So just certain things like that. So going back to that, I just remember growing up and always having this kind of like back and forth in the back of my head where I didn't feel pretty, you know, and I, and I didn't quite understand what beauty was. And I remember being in middle school and remember seeing like other girls that were allowed to like do their hair and their eyebrows and wear makeup and dress a certain way and remembering that I just knew that I didn't look like them, you know, and not that it really hurt my feelings. I wasn't bullied or anything crazy. I just remember I was always a little bit different. You know, I was the taller one. I was the always curvier one. I remember being in middle school one time crying because I was a, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm literally a size nine in jeans because I was always kind of like big thighs, you know, and a little bit thick, you know, even as a youngster, you know, and me being upset and, and really telling her like, mom, all my friends and people or like a size zero, a size one. And my mom didn't really have an answer for me. Like sometimes I wish she told me like, you know, just love yourself or love your body or, you know, it's okay that you're different. She just kind of was like, oh, what do you want me to tell you? That's, who, that's how you are, you know, and just never really helped with the sense of validation. I love my mother and we've talked about this since then and we've worked on it since then, but this is gonna trickle into a little bit of my adulthood. You know, I'm talking middle school then and, and I remember thinking, I was so afraid of like boys liking me because my mom had instilled this fear about of men in me, you know, and my dad also was very kind of didn't say much. He's a man of very little words, but I just understood that, oh my God, my dad would never accept me dating, you know? It's just like one of those things that I just, you know, and these taboos were put in, put in place and to just obey, you know, and that just kind of was what it was. I remember it trickled into, once I went into high school, I had got contacts and I lost a little bit of weight over the summer and I kind of was fitting into like my adult features, you know, or whatever it may be. I remember that that is when like the boy attention happened a lot more, which was in high school. And it was, I was taken so off, off guard because again, I did not grow up being told I was pretty. I did not grow up being told I was beautiful. I was never validated. I didn't, I could look like this and my parents would never tell me I'm beautiful. You know, now it's something that I'm okay with, but back then I feel like it was something that I really needed because I was terrified and I was insecure and I wasn't confident and I didn't go above and beyond to try and do things because I didn't think I was anything special. I didn't think I was anything amazing because I didn't grow up to think that. I grew up to be very, very humble. My parents had instilled humility in me very, very young to the point where my mom used to always tell me, you know what I mean? Like, yo prefiero, like I prefer a daughter that's kind than a daughter who's a mula, which in all honesty is like, you know, essentially kind of like the B word, you know, I don't want a daughter who's unkind. I don't want a daughter that people can't, that is pretty, but nobody can approach her because she thinks she's better than everybody else. She's like, I want a daughter who is kind ultimately. So I honestly feel like my mom instilled all of these kind of like ideals in me in order to like ensure that I was gonna grow up to be humble. And we've talked about it since then, but it was one of those things that one time I told her crying, like when I was going through all this heartbreak and all of these issues in my adult life. And I was like, mom, sometimes I wish you would have told me I was pretty, you know? And sometimes I wish you would have given me some power and some courage and some, like a nudge of confidence where you told me that you believed in me, you know? Cause there was never, it, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Mexican parents or Latino, Hispanic parents are the most difficult parents to make proud. And we have to go through hurdles and some of us really, it does affect us, you know, because 
were out here and as the oldest oh my god i felt like i was going above and beyond you know i had little brothers and i had stepped into like this mother role with my brothers i love my brothers to death but i definitely stepped in as a mom you know and i had gotten a car i remember and it was like to take them to school to go to meetings to do all these things that sometimes my mom couldn't do and and i get it my mom worked her butt off you know and still works her butt off you know and is a fantastic mother and she ensured that i had essentials and all these things and my brothers did too but there was this little bit of damn i wish she could have done this as well because i think it would have really catapulted me at a younger age to really be successful in a lot of the things that i'm successful now you know i love her I, I just kind of feel like it's trickled into a lot of it, you know, and, and we've talked since and my mom has definitely told me, you know, I think I talked touched a little bit in my last video where my mom was like, I just didn't understand you. And I think that my mom very much grew up in a house where she also wasn't validated. My mother was a gorgeous woman, you know, she's let herself go throughout the years. Her and I are working currently to try to help her get back to who she used to be. My mom told me herself, she's like, I was never told I was pretty. I was never told that I was amazing. I was never told anything. She's like, I had to kind of figure it out on my own. And even then I didn't, never believed it. So I never did it. So her seeing me be above and beyond with who I am and my self-love and my confidence now is actually helping her see that it's okay to be confident and love yourself, you know? And my dad just kind of has always been to himself. He's not a man of many words. So it's not like my dad sits there and calls me beautiful. My dad, um, his nickname to me was always like chula and things like that, but it was never kind of like, there was no validation behind it. It was just cause that's my dad and he thinks that of me, you know? But growing up, I, I remember like high school was kind of, kind of interesting for me because I was always a little bit insecure, a little shy, not confident at all. Like I knew I was okay looking because of what I could see in a mirror, but I always knew that I wasn't better than anybody else and I was okay with that thought and I still believe in that thought. So I'm okay with it because it ultimately embedded that in me, you know? Once I hit college, I remember super insecure still. I didn't really date in college, you know, and it really... Uh, I was really shy and even if anybody would approach me or whatever it was, it was kind of like I was scared of, of what it meant. You know, I was a virgin till I was about 24 years old. So, I mean, think about all this time I'm growing up and I'm still all of these things because of my parents' taboos, you know, and how they embedded sex to be for me and how they just never talked about it. We never discussed these things. I was never told anything about my body. I was never told anything about my looks. I was never told anything more than you just don't do that and that's that you know and i believed it i believed it and then i end up in a, in a relationship that was a little bit damaging and, and it ended how it ended and i remember one of my biggest things with my mother we we clashed a lot when i was ending that particular relationship and at this point it's my marriage because i married fairly young uh, i remember bumping heads with my mother because i remembered like having a moment with her and even my father and being like had you guys instilled some sort of self-worth in me i would have not been in that situation you know and my mom kind of looked at me and even my dad was like you know and like well you can't blame us i was like no i really can't but i know now that that's what i'm lacking and that's why i'm here and that's why i'm dealing with this and that's why i ended up in a situation that i never belonged in you know, so there is a, a constant back and forth. And, and more than anything, I want to say that this is a PSA for all the women out there and men as well. If you've never been validated by your family, you know, even in this case, I'm kind of focusing on looks a little bit just because for women, it could be something that's in the forefront. I'd be lying if I said that it's something that we don't focus on. We all focus on that. And it's important women and men to feel beautiful and it's okay to feel beautiful. 
and it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to look in the mirror and say like, hey, I look good. And it's okay to put some worth in that. And it's okay to, to not look like everybody else and still feel good about you and still feel like you matter and still feel like nobody can bring you down from that. Because nobody should have the power. Nobody should have the power to tell you anything about who you are. You know, know yourself so well so that the way you look, the way you act, the way everything about you is yours. And nobody can take that from you. And I think that that's what I kind of wanted to get in, in on this topic a little bit as being a daughter and above all being a woman. And most of all being a Hispanic, Mexican, Latino woman, you know, and really growing up with all of these things. Sometimes people think they look at a woman and they think, oh, she's attractive or whatever. She's probably conceited or she's probably had such an easy life. It's like on the contrary, you know, I'm speaking out of somebody who I think, you know, at this point I've seen myself, I know what I look like, I've taken tons of pictures, I'm very okay with who I am. It's very hard and it's really difficult, you know, because people really treat you different just because you are how you are or how you look. And people sometimes will use and abuse you just because you look a certain way. Sometimes people will just simply won't be nice to you because you look a certain way. Sometimes people can't even be your friends because you look a certain way. Like I've struggled tremendously and I will be going in deeper in some of my next topics, you know, on friendships and things like that because who I was raised to be doesn't match what I look like sometimes, I think. I've learned that and it's quite challenging for other people to get that and that's why I wanted to touch on that. You know, I was raised to be humble and I wear that humility flag with pride, but I now have taught myself that I'm a baddie and that it's okay to be a baddie. And just because my mom and dad were afraid of me believing in myself because they didn't know what kind of monster that would create doesn't mean that I have forgotten how to treat other people. So it's, it's okay, I wanna put it out here, it's okay. It's okay to love yourself, it's okay to feel good about yourself, it's okay to reteach yourself all of those things that your parents maybe didn't teach you. And it's okay to validate yourself for yourself, even though you may have been told at some point in your life that you weren't the prettiest or that you weren't the best because there was somebody cuter than you or there was somebody who you know, had lighter skin than you or there was somebody who had better hair than you. There was somebody who was smaller than you because those were always my, my things. Like, oh, well, it's because she's cuter than you because she's lighter than you or she's cuter than you because she's shorter than you or she's cuter than you because she's smaller than you. You know, I always had like the why, so I always knew why, so quote unquote, my other family members or whoever was supposedly better than me, which at the end of the day, it's like nobody should be in competition with anyone. I love every single one of the people in my family. I love everybody whom, whom I was raised around with. I just remember clearly having those reservations as a child and thinking like, well, well, maybe I'm not pretty, you know, and growing up thinking like, what the hell was I thinking? You know, I'm a beautiful soul and I have all the right to think that and believe that. So this is for everybody, not just for people who look a certain way. This is for everybody. I don't care what you look like. Just like you're not better than anybody else, there's nobody out there better than you. And you should really own that. Really grasp it. Wherever you go, every room you enter, everything you do, you should own it. You should believe it. Just like if your parent had told you. Because I think that's why I didn't believe it for a long time. Because I wasn't raised being told that. But I want to leave you with that. I want to be that person in your life that tells you that. And I hope that it really challenges you to see yourself in a, in a better light. Um, again, my name is Eve Preciado. Thanks for listening, watching. Thanks for following. I appreciate all of you. And I leave you all to a fabulous day.